0: Yes. I got that boom pal banging out that boom box, it's a mood, feeling so good, we abundant, know what we want, yeah, it's a vibe, yeah, we thrive. We thrive, yeah, come on, thrive, yeah. Welcome
1: to another episode of Thrive As I. My name is Alicia Jasmina. I am one of your hosts, and I'm here with my beautiful co hosts, Lo and Kat. And today we are going to discuss reevaluation or reevaluating life after 35. We're really going to dive into the space of reflection and just really taking stock on personal goals, professional goals, and overall life shifts and satisfaction. After thirty-five, so how are you, ladies, doing today?
2: Doing good.
1: I think that I can speak for myself and a lot of other people when I say that when you start to hit your mid-thirties, things start to change a little bit. You your your perspectives on life start to shift. You start to realize things. You start to learn big lessons, like, life just really starts to kind of make a big bit of a change at 35. So I want to kind of open up the conversation by um, asking you guys that, I'm 36, just to be clear, but I do recall some major moments of just shifting and just new paradigms, can you guys recall any time around your mid-30s or year 35 where you had any major epiphanies or any major awakenings or, like, a complete just shift in or major realizations, anything along those lines? Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, So I turned – 35 this year um, and I have a few months left in my 35s until I'm 36 so I'm trying to make the best of it but I really feel like this year um, I realized that 35 is still relatively young to do the things that I want to do um, and I, I kind of like You know, before I hit 35, I kind of felt like the time was ticking down. And granted, time is always ticking. But now I feel very secure and, like, I don't feel that same type of anxious rush to, like, it got to happen now. Although I want things to happen (laughs) relatively quickly, there's not, a like, a fear-based anxiety around it. I feel like as long as I'm alive... I have an opportunity to, you know, make my dreams come true and maybe it happens at 40, maybe it happens at 45, maybe it happens at 50, who knows, but I'm not like in this I'm not giving myself like a timeline to where like I have to get things done at, you know, 35 because I I gave myself that and it didn't happen. So now I'm like, okay. <laughs> Breathe. Um relax kind of enjoy the process. I don't think I was ever really enjoying the process of what I was doing. And I was just kind of rushing through it. And that did not yield the results I needed because of that, like, um, just rushed, you know, what I'm saying there's just that that level of rushing a thing. So that's what I learned this year, at least is to like, slow things down and like, take more time. And really like, build a life of authenticity instead of like just trying to like quickly make some shit happen that and it's not authentic if if y'all understand <laughs> what yeah. I mean by that. Yeah. So yeah. that was the biggest shift for me because I was kinda always like, you know, in a rush to get shit done and probably not putting much thought into it. Um so mm-hmm. for me to like really dig a little deeper, that's that's um that's where I'm at now. And it feels good.
2: Yeah, I can agree to in our 20s we feel like okay, at 21 we are adults. We need to have everything together. At least that's how I was, you know, having everything in my mind. I need to have everything together, but 20 our 20s is when we are actually exploring, you know, adulthood and that's where and it, that's where it's okay to make those mistakes and learn and you know, I wish I would have, you know, understood that then then I probably would have explored a little more Mm -hmm. um, versus, like you said, a little rushing and trying to get everything figured out before I'm 30 because, oh, my gosh, I'm getting older. But 30 is, like, your 30s is where it's at. Like, I love being 30. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. I agree with that, too. Um, I definitely think that me being – having that pressure to decide – who I was going to be and what I was doing or, you know, getting to some mark in my twenties probably led me to committing to a relationship too soon, marrying too soon, having a baby too soon and doing all these things that, you know, I probably should have gave myself more time for, but I would say at 35 um, like one of the biggest kind of epiphanies or awakenings that I have for myself that really just, shifted like the whole path of my life a little, you know, not majorly, but well, yeah, I guess majorly, but I realized that basically, I had created my life, you know, and the good and the bad in my life. You know, there's, there's things that are out of our control. But I think at 35 is when I really started to take accountability for my life on another level. Um, you know, realizing how, you know, things like me not setting boundaries throughout my life, how that led to me having certain experiences, you know, because it's easy to be a victim, you know, and I think 35 is where I really was intentional about dissolving victimhood mm. in my life, you know, which gave me a different type of power which gave me a whole different type of you know direction energy like just towards what i wanted to do and who i wanted to be you know for the rest of my life does that make sense oh yeah Yeah, that's
0: That's a good one too
1: yeah so um i know like in 2020 not to like get too sidebar but in 2020 they say like that's when this Kind of great awakening started happening. We was not thirty five in twenty twenty, but we was you know in in the area. Um, would y'all say that y'all have experienced any major like spiritual awakenings or anything along those lines around your? your I was era? gonna
2: actually, I was gonna actually say something about twenty twenty, but I was trying to, I was trying to get away from that whole COVID, you know, speech. Oh, COVID <laughs> is the reason for this and that. But it really was 2020 that kind of, you know, opened my eyes. That's when I walked away from corporate and mm. kind of had a little, you know, a little bit more faith in myself to, you know, do my own thing. So, yeah. That's Is funny that because
0: that's when I walked <laughs> back into corporate, cat because I was doing my own thing for so long. And um, I walked back into corporate. I spent two months. In an office building. Before they were like, "Okay, everybody got to work from home because COVID, it, like, is happening." And it was so crazy because I was, I was, I'm used to being like a freelancer. I'm used to working from home, and I was kind of ready to be in the office. And then the universe sent my ass right back home, <laughs> and I loved it. I still, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I really do enjoy being at home," and I've been working from home ever since. And I realized, I think that's what the universe is trying to tell me, like, girl, the office is not for you. (laughs) Like, stop trying to put yourself in a box. Like, literally, you go into the office, you're putting yourself into a box. And um, I realized that's probably not my life path to be in anybody's office.
2: Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That That was the year I fell in love with teaching because I got, like, my first home studio job where I was actually, you know, there every day and it was right after I got my promotion I was like you know what I'm good <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so, nice. so yeah it's pretty cool so about that <laughs>
1: y'all both had these moments of like okay this is it's like you kind of start to put the pieces to you together you know what I'm saying like you start to yeah. figure out like okay this this fits me this is this feels good this is who I am, because I do feel like we go through life kind of trying on different, you know, things. We try on different personalities. We try on different, you know, careers that we might like pick up from what we see around us, but it's not really us. So, you know, when we start to get into our own skin, and when we get into ourselves, and when we do things and it just feels good and it mm-hmm. feels like a good fit, you know that's a great thing. But in 2020 for me, like, I think, um, spiritually things started to change. Like that's when Christianity really started to fall away for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's when I officially said I was no longer a Christian, which is kind of like a big deal. Um, not to say that I don't still subscribe to the Bible and that I don't still believe in Jesus Christ because I I do. That is still my Lord and Savior, and I still subscribe to the Bible, but my eyes started to open to a lot of, I guess, new knowledge, a lot of new truths that I wasn't aware of before. And you can't be exposed to stuff like that without it kind of changing every damn thing else <laughs> in your life. Because for me, my spirituality is my foundation. Mm-hmm. So when my foundation changes, it does make me look at everything differently. And um, one of the major things that also came out of that was me having to look at my shadow self, you know, um, having to, like I said, face my own demons and um, be more accountable for how I created, you know, a lot of the good and bad in my life. So that was probably one of the biggest awakening moments, shifting moments for me um, around year 35. Now, as far as um, career, like, how do you, actually, before we jump into career, I want to ask this. How does your priorities shift? after year 35 like what are your priorities like now compared to then? like what were the major shifts in your priorities you know after you in your mid-30s like how did your priorities evolve like how did they shift
0: okay so um for me I think Like, preserving self was really, was, was like, okay, that's very, very important. I don't think I ever really looked at it and and how I set up boundaries, kind of like what you said, like boundaries and kind of like, and self-care gets a bad rep nowadays. Like, they make it seem all hocusy-pocusy and all this, like, spiritual stuff. And, and, and in ways it is, but, um, like, my mental health had to really come first. For you know, and I realized like you know, the mind and the body and the spirit and all of that plays a role into my productivity and my life in general. Um, So I think the priority for me was making sure that I always I, I learned how to create healthy boundaries and how I can put myself first, even if it upsets people because I realized I was kind of always a people pleaser. Like it didn't seem like it because people would still say I was, I was kind of mean, but I was like, Ooh, I could be so much meaner. You have no idea. Like all the things (laughs) I actually don't want to do and I still do because I care. Um, so I had to learn how to one, maybe adjust my tone when I am getting frustrated so that I don't snap on people. And then, um, just help, you know, set some healthy boundaries. So that's like the number one priority. Um, I think that I've that that I've kind of like installed into my life at 35 is me first. Healthy me first.
2: Yes. Ah, I hate to just keep saying like the same thing, but that's <laughs> very but it's true, it's important. Like this year, that was me. Self-care, um, my my peace.
1: Like yes. energy,
2: I've this year I can say like I cut off. I don't even say I cut off a lot of people, but a lot of people have been removed out of my mm-hmm. life, and it's not anything that was maliciously done. It was just realizing like what type of energy was for me and wasn't for me, and it was it it it's it's hard because you think you know those things are you know supposed to last forever or whatever, but when you realize like how much it's draining to be around something that you're not supposed to be around or something unwanted. It's, it feels good. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm going into that. That's my priority into my 36, (laughs) my after my thirty five is like self care, my peace. what, what do I actually want instead of just, you know, being around the norm or being around just, you know, just to be around, like what Mm -hmm. is it I want for myself? So Mm -hmm. I'm my priority moving forward it's just me yep.
1: Yep, yep, yep. you know i am right there with you ladies i'm on the same thing um definitely the priority is my mental and emotional health on top of mental emotional spiritual and physical health mm-hmm. is the number one priority um for sure because You know, we, I don't know about y'all, but I grew up in a family where my mom, she did teach us to be self-sacrificial, you know, for the ones that you love. That is something I, it's a badge of honor, right? And in theory, it sounds great. (laughs) it sounds like a nice little you know hero story right but when you really walk in that story and see how damaging it is and see when you get to the realization that damn time is ticking like I'm 35 and I haven't been really happy yet like that's a problem right you know you can't continue in that space because I honestly feel like you know that's not the life we came to live. That is not the and life And I'm we glad came you said live. that,
2: because, like, when I tell people, oh, you know, I'm not really happy, they think, like, I just lived this bad life. And, no, I'm still just trying to figure out what it is that I, you know, what it is that really makes me happy. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to, you know, not be happy all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's part of the life experience. And I think... I think most people do experience... I'm not going to say all, but I think a lot of people do experience being unhappy for a very, very, very long time before they actually have the courage to put themselves first because it does take courage because everybody will beat you up for putting yourself first. And you have to still stand on that. You know, you still got to stand on that. But a lot of people... Go through life and never have the courage to actually do what it takes to be happy and end up living a whole life and dying, never having achieved happiness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be up and down. That's life. It's always going to be up and down. But, you know, you, the only way to really take a chance is to just bet on yourself, you know? Yeah.
0: And I could say that, I mean, happiness is such a interesting like I don't I want to say complex topic but for me I find like little bits of happiness every day just just in simple things and so it's like it's not like I'm always happy but I'm not always sad either and I'm kind of like in a neutral space where I might have little bursts of happiness and maybe little bursts of sadness so it fluctuates throughout the day to be honest because I'm not always happy but I'm not always sad And sometimes I'm just neutral and, but I do, I am very grateful for those times where I do find like little joys throughout my day. So, and I don't like to like, I don't like to pin that on a person like personally, just because I don't even want to give like people that power over me, but I do realize where my energy is drained and I realize, you know, okay, being around this person maybe drains my energy. Maybe I could only give them a little bit of my day. Maybe I can only give them a little bit of my week, <laughs> instead of like you know, you know, just dwelling in that space. But I don't know. I'm 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 a definitely a fluctuating. So I can't say I've, I haven't been happy because of the lack of boundaries. Because even sometimes, even with my lack of boundaries, I still can find a little bit of happiness. But I can really say my lack of boundaries is the reason why I have not fulfilled some of my goals and my dreams because mm-hmm. I've been giving my energy instead of preserving it and being able to put it in the right places, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It
1: does. And you know what? I want to speak to the neutral space a little bit. I think the neutral space is a great space. Like That's the space of... Peace, ultimately, like Mm -hmm. I realize there are spaces and environments and circumstances where I'm like overstimulated, whether that's Mm -hmm. me being like overly excited or, you know, to the point where I'm getting overwhelmed or whether it's good or bad, like there are spaces where I could be overstimulated and there are spaces where I could be under you know, where my needs are not being met, where I might be feeling more alone or lonely mm-hmm. or bored or whatever the case may be. But that neutral space is a really beautiful space to be in. Cause it's just you're just peaceful. You don't need anything. And again, in, in thirty five, peace is golden. <laughs> like mm-hmm. mid yes, eight is. mid thirty five, mid thirties, you realize like there's nothing better in life this is
2: beautiful yeah this is
1: beautiful it's beautiful like i love
2: it i love it there's
1: nothing sweeter
0: in life
1: (laughs) it's the nectar of life it is it really is
0: (laughs) and that's why and that's why you'll see a lot of memes with like women th- over 35, just like cultivating their homes and being at home and being a happy space and just like, you know, making their surroundings just as peaceful as possible. Because I think that is an age where you just realize I just want peace. Like I don't have to be extremely happy and I don't really want to be sad. I just want like a good, solid, stable, like calmness in my mm-hmm. life. Mm -hmm. and it is to be cherished because things can be crazy people can be dramatic maybe you can be dramatic and once you learn how to just like find peace like you said it's the nectar of life ain't nothing sweeter ain't nothing sweeter than that
1: that's very true that's very true and I think when you get into that mid 30 range you start to realize it, it becomes easier and easier the more shit you go through to like release anything that like robs you oh yeah of your peace oh yeah you'd be like nope uh-uh
0: mm. fuck out <laughs> like whatever it is not nope not doing it not dealing with it get the fuck out
2: yeah you start to realize like how expensive been i just i just did it the wrong way like i'll just leave the fucking city and be gone like <laughs> i kind of did it the wrong way but i'm glad i did it that way and now i could you know Listen, you know, I've done it don't too. Think differently, but
0: yeah, yeah, I've done it too. I've just been like, you know what? Fucking, I'm going to Saint Martin. Like, you know, my whole yeah. move when I left for four months was like really me just escaping. And I realized that when I came back, I was like, oh my gosh, I was running away from some emotional and mental problems that I was having. And um, yeah, it it was good. Like, I ne- it needed to happen. But the reason why it happened, like, I didn't really acknowledge until after.
2: Yeah, that. so, that's, why, yeah. yeah that's why I said I think I did about it the wrong way. But, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I'm glad I did it because <laughs> I could, yeah. you know, attack those things differently now. And you know,
1: Yeah, like, it's all about, you know, being able to reflect. But I, I want to say, too, in, at this age, it probably wasn't too long ago where I realized, like, how, like bitch, I got mental health issues, and my family members do too, and they mama do too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I been new about, I been knew that about my family stuff.
1: <laughs> like what the <sighs> hell? Like you really start to like realize, oh my god, like this could be clinically
2: diagnosable. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm not. I don't know how to how to say this. I'm not big on the labels. Like I feel like yes, everyone has. Everyone has some kind of mental issue. Everyone experienced ADHD. Everyone experienced some kind of depression.
0: No, everyone does not experience ADHD. Everyone no. I do not think so. Because I know a lot of people who do not experience ADHD at all. Like they're very one brained, one they could focus. They don't actually they might not have shit in their mind, which I would love to have that. So I, I that's the only part I disagree with. Everybody does not experience that. But everyone does have some type of issue so, that they deal with.
2: Yeah. But, geez, a nother
0: realm, <laughs> it's a but whole other realm, girl.
2: But I think, realm. like, the whole, the... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to just stop before I say the no, wrong no, thing. no, 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 stop. Let it flow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, you know, coming to the realization about how... So I gave I was I was having a text conversation with someone the other day and I was basically I I have to speak in analogies often. I got that from Jesus. But I have to speak in analogies (laughs) to kinda like paint pictures for people. And I was just like, you know, for someone who has been in a, a mentally and an emotionally abusive situation they are expected to walk through life and handle everything normally. You know, if it was somebody in a wheelchair because they got ran over by a truck, you know, people come to, people understand the the needs of that situation better. People understand that this person may need more help. This person may need more support. But it's like when you're, when the damage that has been done has been more on a like mental, emotional like on that type of level you can't see those scars you can't see you know that damage and so you kind of walk through life and people expect you to move normally but it's like you done been through some shit so you have to kind of come to that realization within yourself that either you're gonna have to let people know this is what you deal with so they know how to deal with you they have how to handle you, mm-hmm. or you're just going to have to be aggressive about your healing so that you can walk through life as normally as possible after going through what you went through.
2: No, I agree with that. Um, and this might sound, it sounds funny now, but I have a friend back in Atlanta that used to always pick on me because I would literally introduce myself as, I'm Cat, I'm a big deal, and <laughs> I need time to myself from time to time. We can talk. We can't talk every day. If you want to go out to dinner, have drinks, we could definitely do that. But there's gonna be some time where you won't hear from me. And (laughs) she was like, (laughs) "Me too, girl." And I was like, "Perfect." (laughs) Because you you have to, you have to tell people. And I just actually made a post about this the other day. Like, you have to treat, you have to treat every relationship like a relationship. Like, you have to communicate. You have to value. You have to respect. Like it. So yeah, I, I agree with I agree with what you just said.
0: That's so funny, cat, because I literally just somebody <laughs> the other day because they're like, "Hey, we should speak more," and I was like, "Listen, <laughs> I was like, listen, we can speak more, but if I don't respond, I'm I promise you, I'm not trying to ig you because I get lost in my head, and like. I just can't respond to you maybe how you want. like I'm not going to want to yeah. call you and talk to you every day. I don't mind if we chit-chat every now and then, but please don't get too invested because I do have ADHD, you know what I'm saying? And I do kind of <laughs> get sidetracked and sometimes I might just need a little bit more time alone than most people. Yeah. He's, okay, well, just like, you know, reach out whenever you can. I was like, that's probably not going to happen. But if you have anything to say to me, though,
2: just I'll respond whenever I can. Because
0: yeah. it's like, to be real, like, I don't be having the capacity, like, maybe I just have too much stuff going on in my head, and I can completely admit that, but it's like, I don't be having the capacity all the time to, like, you know, have super long conversations with a lot of different people,
2: yeah. and
0: i am be having to tell them, look, if I don't respond, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I got caught yeah. up in something. If I forget to respond, my bad. I got caught up in something.
2: So, yeah, that's, that's I why I hate that saying. I hate this saying, and y'all probably gonna disagree, but people make time for who they want to make time for or what they want to make time for. And it's like when I get home, my phone is on do not disturb because when you're around people like all day every day, sometimes mm-hmm. you just wanna just sit down for a second and just yeah be I peace. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah.
0: <clears throat> and I'm not right? a lot. I don't be around nobody. at all just with my job yeah i feel you though i do i do (laughs) do understand and it it was worse when i was around people like i'll be like i just don't want to talk to anything or anybody so i i totally get it but yeah we have to sometimes give people these little bits of hey vulnerability i'm like hey to be real with you the type of relationship you want to have with me on a friendship or whatever basis it may be, I might not be able to give that back to you because energetically I'm not there,
1: you know? Right. Yes. I saw this, um, Instagram. It was like a video meme. And the the girl, she got in the car with her best friend and her best friend was like, girl, my man, such and such and such and such. And she just looked at the girl and she was like, I don't have the capacity. And she got out the car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so and I be feeling bad too when I talk, like talk about my relationship sometimes because I be going in and I'm like, damn, I don't be liking to hear, you know, what you gonna do, girl? Like, what you gonna do? Like, sometimes you gotta think about those things too, venting. Yeah. But it comes with it comes with the territory of being a friend. But still, yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. you also gotta think about the energy you putting off on people. So,
1: mm-hmm. I, I, that's
2: one thing that I'm always like, I try to be cautious, you know, self conscious about
1: yeah I think that just comes with age and maturity, like because the more you experience, the more you can relate like and the and the less has to be said, you know what I'm saying, because you already know what it is because you know we all grown, we all experiencing kind of some of the same things to a degree, so yeah, you know you tend to get it, so as far as um career goes just to kind of circle back to that a little bit, like how do career priorities shift in your mid-30s? Have you guys had any major shifts in how you approach your career, your goals, your ambitions? Has anything significantly changed or
0: Mm hmm absolutely
2: a lot like my (laughs) goal at 35 was to be completely done with corporate and because my idea of being an entrepreneur here didn't move as fast as I wanted to go I went and got a job but I don't see myself working in that space after next year I do see myself just you know putting more energy into you know into what it is that I want to do and Mm-hmm. I'm even thinking about going back to school. I told you I'm a professional student. Listen. I'm even thinking about mm-hmm. going back to school. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to go the free route, so I'm looking for jobs at actual universities. So Let's listen. this girl just graduated, and she's thinking about <laughs> going back to school. Listen, yes, I'm you know why? Okay. Because before I graduated, I was offered positions that I actually want that requires me to do one more step. Mm-hmm. So I got it planned out. I'm going I'm to get a job at a university so I can go to school for free. Yes, and uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like the government owes me that much, and um, I'm gonna go after it, I'm gonna go after what it is that I want, because like I said, 2020 is when I fell in love with teaching, and I feel like, you know, that's what I want to do, like, I want to do, you know, I want to teach more, I want to, you know, educate more, and the community here, like, it's needed, like, yeah. I, I think that's, like, one of the things that's really keeping me here in Tampa is to kind of shape up the, you know, the mm-hmm. y- young as much as I can, and that's just a, a reward, reward is, and it's within itself.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. So, the job that you are trying to get after you go back to school, what position is that?
2: Um, so, possibly teaching in the collegiate level. Um, I was offered a position, they was like, you have experience, you don't have to worry about, you know, they were telling me I didn't have to worry about finishing, you know, the first degree, but I was like, you know what, what I don't want is to take this job and then y'all come at the black girl and say, we're going to fire her first because she don't got all her shit together. So I didn't (laughs) want that. I don't like people, that's one thing I don't like people doing. I don't like people... Feel like they did favors for me. I don't like people styling on me. I don't. I don't take. I don't take the disrespect like that. Yeah. So I rather just have all my stuff together and come correct. That's why. That's why you can't even. You can't even like. You know, come at me sideways. So. Yeah.
0: For me, um, the corp, the career wise. Okay, so a bit of vulnerability, getting laid off. This year in April, like I think even before that, though, I was kind of a little bit off of climbing the corporate ladder. So the energy was already like kind of like I don't really want to be in this corporate space for too much longer. But I think the like sign that the universe sent me (laughs) was getting laid off and realizing that being in this corporate space isn't safe. And it's not safe for a person like me, at least, Um, because I was already kind of like drained and unmotivated creatively. I was kind of just going through the motions and they paid well. And I got flexibility because, you know, I was like traveling and working and making money. So it was good in that sense. But it also did not give me the security that I needed, because although people think corporate is safe, it's not because at any time they could be like, uh, we're gonna let you off, <laughs> and I really needed that lesson because I thought I was safe. You know, I, I right before I even got laid off, they gave me like a hundred dollars gift card for being like, like you know, going above and beyond. So I couldn't wrap my head around what the fuck the purpose was of why I was being let go. But when I realized sometimes it's just metrics, it's a new management. Some, you know, it 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 really doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with you. It's just like on the business side, it happens, you know? Mm -hmm. So realizing that moving forward, I need to set set a foundation or create something stable for myself that I built that nobody can take away from me that could fund my life and how I want to live. So career-wise, it was just like, you can use corporate as a stepping stone to build funds, but Mm -hmm. I will not never again depend on corporate to... Fund my life and my lifestyle.
2: Yeah, because everything that you did at that job for somebody else, you can do it for yourself.
0: Exactly.
2: Every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I agree with that and some people, some people don't realize that. Like, you are training yourself to be your own boss. You just have to have the courage to do it. Right.
1: I think for myself, um, the major just shift as far as my ambition one i think i'm just at a point where i'm just gonna give less fucks excuse my french um yeah care less care less like stop taking life so freaking seriously i'm trying to get there i'm really trying to get
2: there i'm sorry
1: Um, Yeah, no, that's a really beautiful, I think everybody on this earth should aspire to get there because none of this shit is real. That's a whole different conversation.
2: Yeah, like, I just want, like, I know, I want to get on, I want to do the fucking ceiling challenge. Like, that's how care, fuck, less I want to be. Yeah. Shake my ass on the on the on the kitchen island on the do the fucking ceiling challenge. Like, yeah, I just want to have so much fun. Like, yeah, fun. but I I won't I can't do it. I don't know why. I don't know you what can. I can. You just you it, can.
0: Everything you, you want is that on the other side of fear. Like we have to feel like everything we want, like we truly truly desire. But you know, I, I get in my
2: head. I get in my hand. I'm a school teacher. Someone's gonna see it. When I go to interview for the job, someone's gonna see it. My mom's a pastor. She's gonna see it. Like, I think about... I have every every move that I make, I literally like, I... When I say I plan everything, I have to think about everything, every single thing. It's weird. It's crazy. But I don't want to live like that. I don't want to wake up every day and have to think about how I should walk down the street because, you know, somebody... You know, I don't know. It's crazy. But I want to be that way, Lisey. I want to just... Be fucking free,
1: yeah, I do, and I think that is what my you know that's that's gonna be my aspiration to get more and more and more into that space as I go because I have had a lot of fears, um, I'm an extremely talented woman, God blessed me with a lot of talented, just like a lot of talents, just like you guys, but I have been literally fearful of sharing my talents with the world for fear of how I may be viewed or judged or perceived. And that is just (laughs) dumb as hell because (laughs) like, it's just stupid because it doesn't matter how perfect you get it. People are going to always have something to say. Like you can't get it right with these people and they literally don't matter. Like they literally don't matter. So, um, Remember you know, we talked and,
0: about the other day. Critics and and people who criticize you are those who are scared to do it themselves. So yeah, you know,
1: it's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and I think we put a lot of limits on ourselves. So I think all the limits that I've placed on myself, I'm removing. I'm removing the fears and the limitations that I have placed on myself. And I'm really gonna approach life like you know a fucking virtual reality video game. And I'm the main character, and I'm going to all the levels, and I'm doing everything that I want to do. Like, and I just, you know, I'm gonna like what is called being delusional. Yeah, I'm gonna take my delusion to a whole new level.
2: Be deluded, bro. <laughs> so do yes. you think social media has? Because I feel maybe so to me, maybe social media has a, a, you know, an influence on that. Because I think about in my twenties, and I was like, I was a wild bitch, like. <laughs> I had the time of my fucking life when I was in my 20s. It wasn't until I got 26 and I was like, damn, you're having too much fun. And I I mean, I'm glad I kind of, you know, stepped back a little, you know, because I probably would be probably wouldn't be on the right track now. But I feel like, you know. Maybe I need to take a break from social media, and maybe that would—I <gasps> feel like that too—that would help me, you know. I think we always create create them. content. All uh, create content while you're off. Yeah, and then just put that shit out there. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's
1: what I feel like that's so bad right now. Like literally, the last two days has been very strong on me to just like go ahead and suspend my um, Instagram page and just maybe do the whole YouTube thing for a while because. You know that just feels like more of a safe space for me right now but yeah yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel that one thousand
0: percent i've kind of been in the space where i and i've told you know lisey like a thousand times like i'm i'm so i'm like so close to deleting my my account the only thing that stops me is i don't know my password and then i just get like <laughs> i was like okay i'm gonna do that later and i don't go back <laughs> because i'm like dang i need to reset my password um, but I, I realized, I think what I'm going to try to do also is because I feel like I'm not going to say it's unavoidable cause you can definitely just hop off, but I want to master it and I don't want it to master me. So I, I need it. to stop watching. I need to stop scrolling. I need to stop watching. Like, don't I, I'm to the point where I don't need to scroll. If I'm not posting, I don't need to scroll. Yeah. So I try not to even be on there looking at people's stories and I can, I still do it, but I try to limit my time. I think my time went down like four hours last week and I'm getting better at just being conscious, like, and being like off of social media. And if I have something to post, then I post it, but just stop scrolling. I think scrolling is to me is the, the worst thing I can do with my time in my life. You know.
2: Yeah. And I think I,
0: that's what well, just watching other people's shit is like the the worst thing for me. Yeah.
2: No, I agree with that. Um, I just I kind of limit myself to just do mornings and get mm-hmm. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to. Yeah, I need I need to just get the fuck off. Yeah, I
0: could I could feel that
1: one thousand. <laughs> So, ladies, to bring this conversation today to a close, before we jump off the phone, um, do you guys have any nuggets of wisdom that you feel you can offer our audience in year 35, um, one, two, or three nuggets of wisdom?
2: Um, This may sound a little cliche, but live your life to the fullest and do everything that you want to do. You might make mistakes. It might not work out for you, and it might work for you. So just don't be afraid to don't be afraid to tackle life. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm gonna add to that. I'm gonna add to. um, Don't be afraid of failing. And when you fail, Mm -hmm. fail hard and fail quick, and so that you can get back up and keep going. Because I, I feel like I failed a thousand times. To be honest, I feel like I'm so good at failing. And it seems kind of sad. I almost got depressed about it the other day. I'm like, yo, I just feel like I'm I'm constantly failing. But I've also realized, like, I'm always constantly winning, too. So it it must add to, like, Mm -hmm. the type of failures that I'm having. So um, keep failing. Don't be afraid of it. And fuck what them people say.
2: (laughs) Fuck them people.
0: Fuck them people.
2: Stay home as long as you can. Until you (laughs) got it together.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know, because listen, I had to I, I had to get out my my, <clears throat> I had to get out from,
2: from That's what I'm saying, until you outside. get it together, until you get it together
0: Girl, I ain't have it together, but I did it anyways, because,
2: oh,
1: you know,
0: okay. we ain't, we're not scared of failures, we're not Right,
2: anymore.
1: right <laughs> Yes, so those are all great, I was really thinking about this before the call, so I have a couple, but the first one I want to say is that life is not linear, so sometimes we think that we should have things by a certain age, and Life is just not linear. Like, I think different people achieve different things in different seasons of life. So don't go too hard on yourself if you haven't achieved a particular thing by a certain age. And definitely don't compare yourself to others. Going back to the whole social media thing, like, that's, like, the worst space to be in, you know, when you're trying to not compare yourself to others. So just be mindful of not doing that. Um, also know that age doesn't necessarily mean wisdom. There's a lot mm-hmm. of old fools out here.
0: <laughs> like, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Old fools. Right. You know, ignorant people out here. And I say that to say be intentional about becoming wiser. Be intentional about speaking truth. Be intentional mm-hmm. about knowing yourself you know, be intentional about knowing your purpose. And also, to piggyback on that a little bit, know that your purpose also evolves. Your purpose at 25, you may not identify with that purpose anymore at 35. You may have a totally different purpose. So be okay to rescripting your life as often as possible even if mm-hmm. your your this script look completely different than your first script like give yourself permission to recreate yourself as often as you need to i love that um, yeah i love it i think that's all i got so Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Thrive as I Am. So until next time, keep thriving. We Bye. Yeah, so tell me, can you
0: feel the synchronicity?